Hello, welcome back to a brand new episode of Baffled, the podcast where we're on a mission to find the most amazing facts ever that it turns out are just complete and utter nonsense. Uh, my name is Dan Simpson. Thanks so much for listening. Today for you, I've got facts about Britney Spears, Barack Obama, and something about your elbow. Uh, we've also got Connor with us. Con, what have you got? Hey, mate. Well, my name's actually uh, Connor Knight, seems as we seem to be putting surnames in today, Dan. I like that. Um, so I've got three great facts today. Uh, I've got something about the weight of water. Um, also, allergies of voiceover artists and the uh, humans of the world and what would happen if we killed each other. And let's give him the full title to Mark Heads. What have you brought to the table? Thank you very much. Well, fresh from the success of episode one we are. Let's not let's not forget about that. I have literally been flooded with maybe two messages saying well done. So, uh, I mean, I'm still buzzing about it. It's two people that care about me. I'm happy. Today for you, I've got three huge facts. One from the world of music, one from the world of film, and another from the world of dreams. Amazing. We'll dive into those in just a sec. Uh, it's all on the way. Before we properly start, though, I've got a little bonus fact to keep you going. Uh, did you know your thumb is the same size as your nose? Try that out during these. We'll see you in a sec. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Right. I thought episode one went swimmingly, team. Uh, two messages, Mark. Uh, tell us more. Two whole messages. And neither were my mum. I don't think she's listened yet. So uh, thanks, mum. I don't, I don't know why I'm saying thanks. She's clearly not listening to this one either. Were they both your dad? Uh, no. One was from my girlfriend and one was from my sister. So, you know, it's um, starting small, but I'm sure it'll get bigger. That's that's the aim, right? Connor, how have you found things since episode one? How have you used uh, all those stuff, all those things that you learned? You now know how the dinosaurs properly died. Yeah, I've, I've learned a lot from episode one. I've taken a lot of the information in. I've also digested it. I've thought about it. I thought about a few comments I made as well. Uh, you know, one being the fact that I said that, um, that it isn't actually fact. That is, of course, nonsense. Uh, it is fact. Um, so, yeah, I, I apologize for saying that some of the biggest things that have happened in history aren't fact. Uh, I've taken time to digest that. And uh, two, two messages, Mark. I mean, I've been inundated. I'm thinking of getting an agent following episode one, mate. Well, you know, some some it's like Cole Pilkington, isn't it, mate? Some people just love the idiot. So I'm not going to take it personally. Two for me, that's two more than I normally get. So I'm I'm still happy days over Love it. the idiot. Um, what, 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 am I the idiot of this pod then? Is that, the, is that the idea or is it just my dinosaur comment that has branded me as that? Hey, don't, I, I think this needs to be a place of hallowed learning. We don't need to apologise if we don't know anything. That's the point of this whole quest. We're here to discover. I mean, there are some things, Connor, that you really should know. The whole meteor dinosaur thing. I mean, that is key stage one, but... You know what? We're going to learn from this together. You don't need to be afraid of showing your naivety sometimes, all right? Okay, that's absolutely fine. Then I'll carry on being me and hopefully I'll, uh, I'll gain us all the traction we need for the podcast to be a success, lads. 
right, how about this then? To prove uh, that you're going to carry on being you, uh, present us our first fact of, of the pod, please, Con. You'd like me to come in strong. Okay, right. I'm going to bring you the first fact. So, if humans killed each other at the same rate as animals, we would all be dead in 17 days. Seven? 17 days? It's brilliant to put uh, t- uh, a time frame on that. We did this in the last episode with the million billion fact. 17 days. Do you know how they've worked this out? I have absolutely no idea. So this is a good question, Dan, because when I read this fact, uh, I, you know what I'm like with this? I like bringing facts that are a little bit nonsense and a bit crazy, but I thought, no, I'm going to I'm gonna look and I'm going to try and find something that would maybe blow your minds. I was like, th- th- this, that's what I want to achieve in episode two. And I want your reaction that Mark just gave, like, no way. Because when I read it, 17 days, 17 days, all humans, if we killed each other at the same rate as animals did, we would all be dead. That is absolutely ridiculous. When you think about it, if everyone killed one person a day, right? Yeah. Immediately, within a day, you've halved your population. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Anyway, here we go. This is where the this is where the clever side comes out. Yeah. Okay. So if you just assume, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna this is a pure assumption here. This is probably absolute nonsense. But if you assume that an animal kills more than once a day, kills two or three times a day. If you kill twice a day, you're halving the population. Then you kill again, you're halving the population again. Yes, that is yeah. All in one day. The problem is, though, that there's always going to be one person left on their own at the end. The the I am legend of the situation, just just on their own, twenty eight days later style. They they would have seventeen days later. Yeah, they they would have to end it all. Them. What would you? Would you like to be the last person uh, yes. around after that, do you reckon? Yes, 100%. I mean, I'm not saying that I condone murdering somebody or that I'd be happy doing that because if I'm the final person left, that means I would have done some serious killing, meaning that I would have had to have at least done one kill, basically, right? But I feel, feel being the last person on earth, I mean, it, it must be a pretty crazy feeling I, I, I can't i mean but then again you can't get anywhere because all you can do is drive because i don't know how to fly a plane right let's get away from the killing right you on on the last day you being the last person alive uh what are you doing what are you doing day one where's the first place you're going in your car i'd probably if, if it was me i'd probably you know drive through london um, i'm only sort of 30 minutes from london i'd drive yeah. that'd be incredible to see <laughs> you've gone and, wild you've traveled from essex to london what's yeah, I've next traveled from essex to london. and also just walk in like restaurants right but then again nobody would be cooking the food i don't know i haven't really thought this through but it would just be, be a really waiter yeah but i don't think i'd last long my anxiety would really kick in i'd feel very claustrophobic in a weird way because i'd feel like oh my god there is literally nowhere to turn and it is just me. I would, I mean, yeah, it, I'd start to panic. But this is coming away from that fact because all I want to say is how the hell do you begin working that out and making it a genuine fact? That is my point with this. It is honestly crazy. That is someone with a bored weekend, isn't it? Just going, well, if you if, if you decide that a human kills four, four other humans a day and, and, and then take, take the logarithm of that, and, oh, it would be 17 days. That's basically how it happened. 
Uh, right, well, Con, thank you so much for kicking us off. We've started strong. Thanks. I, I, I like the fact you enjoyed that, that fact. And just, you know, if you want to check the genuineness of it, anyone who's listening, go ahead, because I couldn't find anything, but it is an actual fact. Mark, how are you going to follow up on that? Uh, you know what? I'm, I don't know. So I'm going to give you the option. Do you want music, film or dreams? Which one do you want first? Dreams. Dreams. Okay. Did you know you can't sneeze in your sleep because your brain shuts down that reflex? Instead, your brain is busy dreaming and it will never wake you from a great dream because you need to sneeze. Instead, it just shuts down the whole premise of sneezing while you're asleep. Oh, right, okay, how is this fact recorded? <laughs> this is nonsense, isn't it? Yeah, this is honestly, how, how is this fact recorded? I have to, this is the thing that is really going to aggravate me with this pod. Has somebody gone round and monitored every single person sleeping and seen that no, it's you know it's not possible to sneeze in your sleep because we don't know that there could be somebody in like Uganda that is so far away that has sneezed in their sleep and we just don't know about it. Hang on, Connor. So your brain stops you. I think I'm right. Probably chatting rubbish. Your brain stops you doing most things while you're dreaming. Because you only dream for a, a tiny window of how long you're asleep. Your brain um, stops you from doing most things, uh, completely switches off your body almost, because then you would want to get out and actually do the things that you're dreaming of. So so it almost completely shuts you down. I think that's true. Yeah, that's, assen- that's essentially it. And Connor, scientific stuff doesn't really work with testing absolutely everybody. They tend to like get a sample of people, test those, and if the hypothesis... Uh, that's a that's a fancy word for the thing they're testing. Uh, if the hypothesis kind of holds for enough people in that group, then they just go, yeah, okay, that's probably legit across everyone. Let's claim it as a fact, and then they get a big stamp that says fact, and then they stamp it on the bit of paper. I mean, I've guessed I've guessed that last bit, but I'm assuming that's why. Yeah, it's a kind of cool fact. Like it is something that is like okay, half believable. It's just it is nonsense. Like it is like where you know. But then again, all of these facts that we seem to be talking about are complete and utter nonsense. And you do wonder to yourself where are they they ever got these from based on the dream facts did you know you dream more when you lay on your back gents don't believe it do you? I don't believe it at all yeah well what once again who who has worked this out on the it, same premise of your annoyance yeah. and literally a minute ago who has gone oh i dreamt all last night I, I was on my back that must be why i don't know i think we need to check the authenticity of you know, maybe this could be the little side alley that we could go down with this pod, gents. We could start, you know, testing or like, no, you know, form the actual body of facts and go against this nonsense that is out there. We don't need to start testing. The testing should be done before we bring it to the show. That's the point of us being here. If we're saying it's a fact and no one's tested it, very simply, it ain't a fact. Essentially, Connor, what Dan is saying is that you need to go and find a bunch of humans, tell them to kill each other, see how quickly they kill each other, and then figure out from that how many days it would take for the whole human race to kill each other. That's essentially what Dan is saying. Mark, in the last episode, mate, I couldn't work out fivers and billion pounds, so let alone even a, like attempting that is like way far away from Connor's capability, mate. Right, cool. Let's move on to my fact. Did you know, boys... Britney Spears has been used as a secret weapon. She is a weapon, I'll tell you that. <laughs> right. What 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 are we talking here? What are we talking? Because I've heard rumours she's toxic. Oh, oh Mark, mate. Listen. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. If there's any way to get the five star rating, it is because of that. 
Come on. It's because thank you very much. The, yeah, that's why you don't leave the producer to make the jokes. Did you know, right? So uh, British Merchant Navy officer, a lady called Rachel Owens, uh, she said that they would blast out Britney Spears tracks to scare off uh, Somali pirates because they hate Western culture and music so much uh, they would immediately run away and stop any pirating that that they were thinking of. Uh, apparently, oops, I did it again. And baby, one more time. Hit me, baby, one more time. Uh, were, the, were the most effective. Surely at, at that is not something you want to be yelling at people who are coming to attack you. Hit me, baby, one more time. Surely that is that is rule one. Don't antagonise oh. and say, go on, go and hit me again. Go this on, do is it. Honestly, like what? The- Hold on, Dan. Start again. Start again with this, mate. Tell so what Somalian pirates. So this, so this comes straight from uh, the horses. In this case, Rachel Owens. No offense, Rachel. She's a British Merchant Navy officer. It comes from her mouth. Uh, so she knew this as hard evidence to scare off Somali pirates that were approaching uh, to loot and to plunder and to cause some serious damage. Uh, a la Tom Hanks in Captain Phillips, uh, they would crack out some Britney Spears. Uh, usually, yeah, usually Britney Spears. I guess other kind of music that we listen to as well. <laughs> you listen to Britney Spears much? But other kind of this music, uh, because the Somali pirates would hate Western culture and music so much that they would immediately turn away. And get this, apparently it was so affected, uh, effective, often they didn't even have to use guns. They would just crack out the Britney and the pirates would run away at the first note. Okay, or, so... Hey, when yeah, 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 yeah. So what, are they, are they walking around with boombox? like boom boxes or like I, I can't imagine they're playing it out of your iPhone a pirate is like oh my god and they're like, like what well, I don't really understand well, no, this fact Connor, the, Connor these are navy warships I reckon they've probably they've probably got missiles on board so you're I telling me above a walkman a navy warship has cruised along playing Britney Spears I would imagine so yeah I, okay I, right I mean, it, it will have a huge sound system on it as like a like to, to broadcast messages and be like you must go the other way now Go away from us. I mean, probably more threatening than that. I mean, it's not a catamaran in Ibiza, but yeah, I imagine what was happening is is the Navy merchant ship uh, was riding along the coast of Africa uh, next to Somalia, approached by pirates. They they probably gave it more considered thought than I'm telling you. And they realized that, hang on, these pirates hate Western culture. That's literally what they stand for. They're always yelling it at the top of their voices. Uh, Why don't we crack out some, some Britney maybe and see what happens? And lo and behold, they turned away pretty swiftly. Here's what I think happened. I reckon there was a captain who was a huge Britney fan and just went, oh, fancy listening to some Britney. Maybe we just blast it. And then coincidentally, the Somalian pirates like went the other way. They were like, oh, bloody hate, bloody hate womanizer. That's the worst yeah, Britney song. Like, wh- and then after that, he just went, this is, this is it. This is how I'm going to listen to my Britney. This is how I'm getting my Britney hit. Right. Top three tracks to dissuade any Somali pirate. W- what do you reckon the Britney songs are? Well, I'm looking on Spotify right now. Toxic, baby one more time and oops are the top three they've got a combined stream of i mean uh, well you're looking at i'm doing some mental maths right now but you're looking at just nearly a billion streams. yeah nearly a billion streams together so you're telling me that the navy whatever the boat is is maybe you know how many times do you reckon they've streamed it i, I, <laughs> I don't know how I, often I, it I can't yeah i'm, I'm not I, I don't know where did you get this dan from like a kid's book 
No, the actual internet. Like I did some proper research and British Navy officers have reported this as truth. So what we need to do is actually break away from the Britney Spears bit of it. And it's actually, it could be anything from that thing they don't like. What is it? Western, Southern civilization or whatever. It's a struggle sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, Western culture. So Western culture. So stuff from Europe and and stuff from uh, America as well. So if you showed them like the European Union flag there... They're off, mate. Well, they're probably... Oh, they're, abs- they're absolute Brexitites, mate. They're yeah. absolute fans <laughs> yeah, of Brexit. Sounds like Show them that flag and they're like, nah, nah, well, mate, well, I'm out, case, I'm out. It's more a case of it being music, isn't it? Pirates can't stand it so much. They, they don't want to be near it. It's not something they can just cover their eyes or, you know, it might be a red rag to a bull. Uh, the EU flag might be a red rag to a bull of these pirates. So it might antagonise them further. Whereas so really, Britney, they, they have to turn away because they're so enraged by it. It's a really good fact. I feel like Britney. I feel like Britney wasn't specifically chosen. I feel like it could have been Spice Girls, could have been some Dua Lipa, could have been the 1975. I think it's more of the Western well, 90s. They've music, said that, they've said that they Britney went, works the best. Let's do Britney. Well, there you go. She's been on record to say Britney. Britney works the best. I would love to see this in action. Like that is just. But I mean, great fact, Dan. You have. You. I mean, yeah, that's fantastic. Very quickly. What about you, Con? If, if I was going to ensure that you wouldn't wouldn't try to to take over my ship and 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 commit mutiny, pirate me, uh, what what song would I have to play for you? Oh God! Why you you're asking me now? Um, if you was to scare me away. Uh, it, it would probably have to be like a. Um, I'm imagining classical music with someone no, like Stephen Fry speaking perfect English over uh, it. That's probably the most threatening thing to Connor. No, it's key stage two times tables. There we go. First three facts out the way. Just realise that mutiny is when people on your own ship do it, isn't it? So maybe, maybe let's gloss over that and come to fact two uh, from Connor. Connor Knight, what have you got for us? Okay. This fact here, I've actually, I, ha- I had this for the first episode, but I thought I, c- I can't release it too early on. I- I'll save it. And I feel like now is the right time, gent. So are you ready? Go for it. I am ready for you. This is class. The man who voiced Bugs Bunny was allergic to carrots. He's <laughs> <laughs> great, isn't it? So this is a fact that is easily provable. My issue with it is it just seems like one of those things that you find on the internet too often from Twitter sites that make it all up just because it's quite easy to make up and quite fun. Well, I found it on Facebook. As in, it's obviously verifiable. I just do not believe it. It sounds too easy. It's it's like saying the guy that played Kel from Keenan and Kel actually is allergic to orange soda. You know, I could I could literally oh, make these. Don't, don't even joke about that, Dan. Do not even joke about that, mate. It's a proper fact. Trust me. Like I get mine from legitimate sources. So, what Facebook? Yeah. Well, you know that would do. But I did Google it to see if it was, you know, an actual an actual thing, and it and it, it is. Apparently he's allergic to, don't know his name, don't ask me, don't know his age, don't ask me. But the guy that VO'd Bugs Bunny is allergic to carrots, which I just find brilliant. What's the word you use? It's, um, come on. Ironic. That's it. Ironic. It's quite ironic. He's also a rapper. You've pushed, (laughs) uh, yeah, you've, you've cited Facebook and Google, two notable websites that only push the truth. You then said you did research outside of that, but you can't even tell me Bugs Bunny's name, the the guy 
voiced his name. No, I just I googled it. So I basically googled Bugs Bunny voiceover fact to double check, and it come up. Apparently, it's a thing. It's it's on a few websites. A few magazines have spoke about it. So whoever the geezer is who does the voice of Bugs Bunny, he is allergic to carrots, which is uh, maybe it was a thing. He's, he's, he's Bugs Bunny Disney. He's Bugs Bunny Disney. No, he's um, uh, Warner Bros. Warner Bros. So maybe when Warner Brothers were doing it, they were that was what they was looking for. It has to be a VO artist who is allergic to carrots. So maybe get a bit of a, a press, bit of a press stunt, bit of a press stunt, isn't it? That's a pretty cool thing, isn't it? Like, yeah, this, oh, it's a brilliant, it, it's a brilliant press stunt that it's. We're finally finding this out eighty years after Bugs Bunny was invented. Great, yeah, brilliant. Let's give him the airtime we deserve. Yeah, it'd be like you know whoever vo- it, if I was like making Popeye or whatever, I'd be like whoever's. VO in Popeye, let's make him allergic to green green spinach or whatever he has to get his muscles nice and big. It's just a funny thing, isn't it? I like it. Yeah, I love it. I, I think that is a, uh, that's one of those, that's a Connor fact. There you go. That's what we'll call them sort of facts. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, we're here to tell you about the Loose Lips podcast. Me being Georgie Porter. And me, Samira Mighty. We are all about honesty and not holding back, especially when it comes to what's in the news. Plus, we answer your questions and give advice wherever it's asked for. Even when it's not asked for. You can expect to hear a little bit of this. That's so... Do you know what I mean? Not really, mate. A little bit of this. Listener letter. I'm a vegan and I'm currently dating a non-vegan. Get over it, yeah. And of course, a bit of this as well. Where (laughs) do you both sit on plastic surgery? (laughs) On my fake implant butt, bitches. (laughs) I don't. It's real. That's the Loose Lips podcast out every Monday and not forgetting the bonus extra lippy on Thursdays. Find it wherever you found this podcast. We'll see you there. Right, Mark, what have you got for us? What's your second fact? Okay, in the Black Eyed Peas single, Where Is The Love, the reason that Will I Am sings the last line of the verse that goes, I feel the weight on my shoulders. As I'm getting older, you people get colder. You know that verse? The reason that Will I Am sings the last bit of that, of each of those lines, isn't because it, he thought it sounded better. 
in the song. It's actually because Apple, who had to sing that bit of the song, is nearly blind. He didn't learn the song. He had to hold the paper so close to him that you could hear the paper flicking with each line because they had to print it so big that it was like one line per piece of paper. They couldn't get rid of it in the edit. Will I Am sings over it so you don't hear the paper flicking noise on the final track. Now, a few things with this. <laughs> Digest that. Um, oh. I never want any more facts that involve you having to rap. No, that's my, that's that's my number okay, one that's, thought that's, about this. That's yeah, fair. I can I can make that also, deal. Also, yeah. I think it's almost Connor esque in the pointlessness of this fact. I, I'm sure. No, because that that's a that's a super iconic bit of that song. I reckon you could bring up a history of. Uh, every song that's ever been recorded and there's something in it in the process of making it that, that's just like this oh it's just what, what is that <laughs> what is what <laughs> the song like i'm just imagining a blind guy in the, it's like no it's just it's not even a thing it's just no where did you get that like uh, what how I am honestly completely and utterly lost with that one. That is, that's strange. That's just weird. It is weird. I'm not saying that like my facts are insane or Dan's facts have been incredible in this episode, Mark, but that fact there, that is, you know, the most nonsense of the most nonsense. Like that is bottom, bottom tier. That is ridiculous. But here's the deal with it though. I'm, I'm Here is outraged. the deal. Like all of these facts, it is useful like moderately when you next hear black eyed Pete, when you next hear black what it tells us that a blind guy can't read <laughs> when you when you next hear black eyed peas where is the love uh, and that bit comes uh i can't remember what it is but i don't want mark to rap again uh you, you will maybe bring it up won't you yes oh you know why they did okay. this see what? that that's that's where i think is the value of that fact i've got an idea since i've learned that fact I have used that most times that we song We are self-isolating at the moment. So you're, you're bringing that up to like one person. I learned this fact about two years ago from Mr. Will I Am himself. What? Will I Am told me this fact. Well, that's himself. what you lead with. You don't take oh, us on no, some four-minute yeah, rambling story what, uh, about a blind dude. Come on. Tell us the Will I Am story. No, he just... Listen, right? Mark has used this because he wanted people to know that he has met or spoke to Mr. Will I Am. That. Is that or is that not no, right, see, Mark? No, Mark, come no, on. No, see, that Mark. is what I was trying to avoid. No. I was trying to avoid having oh, to bend down and pick up the names I'm dropping. You just drop it all of a sudden. You lead with that. All of us... You ever just had a three, four-minute chat on the pod about how how much this is obviously nonsense then you're at the end like oh yeah will i am told me right let's move on with my second fact also about music nice plain simple don't need to take you on any story here not name dropping barack obama has won more grammy awards than katie perry how does he win a grammy he's not released Spoken any music word. has he audiobook Barack Obama won it in 2006. No. Martin Luther King won it back in 71. Uh, Hillary Clinton won it in 97. They all won Grammy Awards for Spoken Word Album. Katy Perry has been nominated for a Grammy 13 times. She's never won one. Does that mean that we could win a Grammy for this podcast? One could, you could not. Oh, right. That's quite cool. I like that fact. I enjoy that. That's, that. that's also pretty crazy about Katy Perry. That's like DiCaprio of an Oscar. He hadn't won one for like ridiculous amount of years are you comparing dicaprio to acting as katie perry is to music 
No, I'm not doing that, Mark. Thank you for picking that up. I'm just saying that it's like actually, to be fair, I'm not really a massive fan of Katy Perry. Just putting it out there. But I think that I think that's a I think that's a fair point. Hot and cold is an absolute banger. No, kiss the girl is better just because I have a vision of her kissing a girl, and I'm like, yeah. I think the silence says it all. <laughs> How why why are we always working back round to this? Is there a video of Barack Obama doing his speech? Does he does he thank the audience? Does he thank his parents? I, I don't, don't know. know if they turn up for it. I'm not sure. It might be just one of those ones that's kind of given out before, but they still all qualify. Can you imagine Barack Obama sat down in the cheap seats at the front, just waiting to figure out or just waiting for it to be announced, going, Oh, I really hope I win. And you got Katy Perry just behind him going, Mate, you never win, just get over it. It's fine. Thirteen times. Thirteen times. I reckon it was one of those ones where someone goes, Unfortunately, um, Barack Obama can't be with us tonight, but he did send us this message. And then it just goes to like the White House and he's there like Hi guys, Barack Obama here. Thank you so much for the Grammy. You know, this has been a massive moment for me and my family. Just want to say a massive thanks to Michelle. Michelle getting here. She pops in. Hi, how are you? And it's, you know, one of those moments. Well, here's another thing. That's what I reckon. Michelle Obama has also won the Grammy. What? Yeah, so I think she won it this year. Oh, for they, Token they, Word they are, they're effectively Jay-Z and Beyonce, aren't they? Two Grammy winners married. Just Jay-Z and Beyonce all over again. <laughs> yeah, they are indeed. Uh, right, let's move on. Connor, give us a blast of your third and final fact. Third and final fact, fill your ears. Why, this absolutely baffled me, honestly. Ironic that. But this did baffle me. Help me out, gents. Hot water. Not irony, carry on. But are you just using the word ironic because you've learnt it today? Yeah, I have learnt it. I really like it. I forgot the word you said it. Now I'm going to use it well, all the time. Le- I can't le- wait. You are like Alanis Morissette. You're just throwing it out willy-nilly without any real relevance of knowing what it means. Okay, right, there we go. Hot water is heavier than cold. Hmm. Water's just water. Tell me about that. Scientists, mm-hmm. come on, Dan, you probably know the answer to this. What? What is that, mate? Come on. When we say it's heavier, upon uh, like uh, n- like a negligible amount, do you need like tons and tons and tons of water to know? I would imagine you need a fair amount right. of it. Well, probably because hot water makes it denser. Oh, here we go. He's using words that obviously... we No, mate... I, well, maybe well, water maybe being that is... denser is irony, Connor. So there's something for you. Um, maybe it's because they're moving around a lot. I, I, I don't know. I mean, hot things tend to be lighter. Hot air rises because it's lighter than cold. Uh, I have no, I have no concept of why hot water would be heavier than cold. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> You've just realised you got it the wrong way around, haven't you? <laughs> uh, hold on. It says. Oh, you see, now I'm on a Google. It says here. Hot, oh, right. Chris told us that hot water is actually a little bit heavier than cold water Chris. because, as Einstein told us, E equals MC2. So, if oh, my, it, wait, no, right, right, okay. oh my god, I am stopping there. That is near, that's not where I want to go. I really want you to say, sorry, what equation did Einstein say? That E, e equals MC2. I, it says e here equals MC2. Okay, great. Oh, MC squared. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> there we go. There you we know, go. Like the right. famous bit. Yeah, right. Hold on. Hold on. Right. It I've, says, I've got so many questions. Firstly, who the F is Chris? <laughs> I don't know. Someone on the uh, on the <laughs> site. It says here, hot water is lighter than the same value volume of cold water, not heavy. Oh, maybe. So, so the, op- the opposite of what you've just the said. The opposite of what I've... All right, honestly, gents, scrap this fact. So let's move swiftly on. 
You'd have to get that right because otherwise Mark or, or, or I will have to be like uh, Will I Am and re-record it for you. Uh, let's move on. Mark, give us your last one. Okay, here's my fact. We're going to the world of film as promised. Did you know that in the Harry Potter films, trained owls were used, not CGI owls, trained owls were used to deliver the letters to the Great Hall, but all of the handwritten letters, that's right, there were also handwritten letters, had to be done twice because the first batch were too heavy for the owls to carry. So they then had to rewrite thousands of them all over again to make them light enough for the owls to carry. Heard this. I've heard this fact before because I'm a huge, huge Harry Potter fan. That's a good fact. That is, but I had a question for this for the last time I heard the fact, Mark. Quick one for you. Yes. You know when the owl flies and the head butts the window? Yes. Was the owl real or not? Because if so, that is animal cruelty. Therefore, I'm suing JK Rowling. No, I would say that that owl was uh, not real. Yeah. Uh, however, the ones that were used to deliver the letters, they were real yep. because that's something you can just train an owl to do. But you would not, as you said, due to cruelty reasons, make an owl fly into a window. I have heard this fact before. I believe it is 100% legitimate. A huge Harry Potter fan. I love it as well. I think it's great. I think it makes the film even more magical than it already is. This is no comedic needed fact. This is just a great, really fun fact. Well, I like how about it. this? Um, I have to say, when I was... Um, Having my starring role in Harry Potter, I didn't see any owls on on the set that I was on. So, sorry, what? Hang on, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's go back here. How many years have I known you, Dan? I did not know you were in Harry Potter. Yeah, I, 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 which is a surprise. You must not listen because, as is clearly evident, I mean, I do drop it in whenever I can. Yeah, in fairness, I do try to avoid conversations with you aside from the podcast, so that may be the reason why. Are you a bit However, like Mark? Please will I am? tell us more. Uh, well, I was I was in the fourth one, the Goblet of Fire. I was a Hogwarts student what? in Ravenclaw. Oh, you're so Ravenclaw. Did you meet Daniel? I br- brushed his shoulder, not in a weird way, uh, as we as we walked out of the Great Hall to go back to the car park where where we would both separately sit, obviously to have tea and a cup of juice. So, are you in? Are you actually in the film? Like, I, I will see you, or are you just—is your like head in it, or the back of you, um, or d- d- determine C, define how you would see me. Like, d- do you know it's you, or would I look and go, "Oh my god, that's my boy Dan"? I know it's me because I was there at the time. But I have no—I have no idea. Well, you, you can see me in one shot. You can clearly see me, uh, but if you didn't know it was me, you would. Look, o- look over me. I tell you what, here, here's something that you can do. Uh, everyone, watch Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. When the There's two things you can do. Watch Harry Potter. I can't believe I've managed to get this in. Uh, watch Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. When the bow batons come in, uh, as they enter the hall and they do this lovely flowing dance, then it pans, the camera pans, so you can see all four tables, uh, the house tables. On the left, right at the bottom, second person in, on the right stool, but the left table, second person in I'm is a kid already. that kind of jumps up and swings his head left to right, looking at how amazed all these ladies are. And that's me. So that's what you can do in the regular film. I've just Googled your name, Dan, and Goblet of Fire and nothing comes up, pal. So I don't know how legitimate well, surprising this is. surprising that, isn't it? Um, ask Chris, he'll know. You don't need to Google it right now. Uh, another thing you can do, do this in your own time. If you type in Harry Potter 4 deleted scenes, uh, you can get like a really good face shot of me, like 20 seconds in when we're all singing. No, oh, they deleted it. <laughs> oh my God, do you reckon they were looking in the edit and we're like, we've got to keep this kid out, man. 
Right, my last fact today. This is one you can try as well. The skin on the back of your elbow is called the weenus. I'm a bit. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, the weenus. I love that. It's great. My weenus is a bit it's, crusty. Um, well, oh. maybe you need to get busy with it more and, and you use it more when we're all stuck at home, Mark. Um, and it can't get hurt as well. You can pinch your weenus as hard as you like, play with it as often as you like, give it a nice good bashing as frequently as you want, but your weenus will not feel pain because it's tough skin and it's got fewer pain receptors there. Yeah, that's actually really true. I'm currently pinching it with some tweezers and I cannot feel a thing. Its scientific name is the olacrinal skin, that's uh, not but the funny. writers of the Hangover film uh, called it colloquially uh, a weenus. And apparently they got it from people who called it before, before, before. So now, uh, casually, it's called the weenus. I mean, that's what Urban Dictionary says so too. I mean, if ever there was a way to end the party with that, the weenus. I like there you that. go, you can try that. And that is a brilliant fact, I think, to finish things off on. Uh, that's it, episode two of Baffled in the Can. Uh, what have we learned this week? Uh, well, that Connor has reinvented science with a brand new formula. Have you heard of it? E equals MC2. Also, that Mark uh, met Will I Am. Did you get that? Did you know? He met Will I Am, and that both he and I use this podcast pretty much solely to name drop. Uh, and also, we've learned that you can play with your weenus as often as you like, and it will never get hurt. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Baffled. Make sure you subscribe and make sure you share. Tell your mates all about it. Uh, we'd love more people to hear about these amazing facts that deep down are utter nonsense. More people need to know that you can play with your weenus in public. I'm still trying to find my weenus. And there we go. I've got <laughs> There we go. We'll leave it on that. Uh, say goodbye, Connor. See you later, Dan. See you later, Mark. Bye-bye, Mark. Bye. And that is it for me. Play with your weenus, guys. I'll see you later. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.